Yo, what's going on guys? It's your boy Juan from the Max and Juan cast. Quick disclaimer with this video. Carson Wentz ended up getting traded to the Colts. We did not know that while recording this podcast. But luckily for you guys, we ended up recording a little segment about the Carson Wentz trade, giving our thoughts on it. But as far as all the other teams go, we did not know that. We're going to keep it in there. We're going to keep it raw. Okay, we apologize for that, but it's still a great podcast. We hope you guys enjoy Cue the intro. I think he's going to be a stud, man. I don't know if he's going to be a, a surefire Hall of Famer. I won't say that. But I would say this, and I'll be confident in saying this. Trevor Lawrence is the best prospect I've seen since Andrew Luck. I think he's a surefire number one pick. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Juan from the Max and Juan cast. With my co-host. It's me. I'm Max. Thank you guys for being here. We're going to get into some more what? Rebuilds? Not rebuilds is the wrong word, but just more season reviews. Biggest off-season questions today, Juan? Basically, man. And I just want to say thank you guys for taking time out of your day to listen to us, man. We really appreciate it. With that said, let's get into it, bro. J.J. Watt. All right. It's only right. Let's start off with the Texans. <laughs> the man is gone. Okay. The all pro, the bulldog of the defense for the Houston Texans. He's done, bro. The but, NFL cover boy, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> He's got a subway commercial. He's not even the best football player in his family. That's tough. That's tough. I would I would have to So agree. he was cut, right? He was 100% cut. It was mutual. But like not like they like like basically like let him free, right? Yeah. Like it was like a like a they, a mutual parting of the ways. They released him, basically. But so when he gets cut, I have a group chat with some friends from college, and they're all like, "They're cutting JJ Watt." I'm like, "Good move on their part." We had him down as one of the cut candidates. I know he's JJ Watt, right? He's a bigger name than he is a player right now. I know Houston's defense isn't great, but my man has what five sacks the last two years each. No, it's like m- most definitely his his play has gone way down. He's no more the all-pro or the great player that he was. And don't get me wrong, I before we get more into it, he was phenomenal. He was great. He was a fucking beast, okay, J.J. Watt. Um, play inside, play outside. Before Aaron Donald, he was probably the most dominant player in football. Oh, absolutely. He Remember they used to let him pick his own matchup and shit? And they would just say, "Go ahead and go to like go eat." Exactly. I mean, he won three defensive player of the years, and there's no taking those away from him. He arguably could have won one or two more. No, and but and I and I think a big part of it was obviously injuries. The injuries caught up to him. He he has a bad back. I, I believe he's had like torn labrums and all kinds of shit. Man, he's all fucked up. I mean, he's old too. It's not like he's a young guy. He's got to be what like thirty three. Yeah, and I, I would say what I would say this. He's he's overrated as fuck right now. People aren't going to like that. It's true, though. It's true. He's overrated. He is a big name, like you said, but he doesn't play to the to the level that we're used to seeing him. He's just not that player. Is he good enough to be on a roster? Hell yeah. But are you going to pay this guy the contract that he was under? Hell no. Okay. And that's why he got released. It was a combination of his play going down, his money situation, and just the state of the of the Houston Texans right now. And to be honest, it has not been a good what last two two years I I would say 
for Houston sports in general. No, especially the Texans. They're going downhill. Their star quarterback wants out. And I just want to say he's 31-1 going on 32. I think if you put J.J. Watt on a good D-line, he can be a much more productive player. But he just he's not the type of guy where he's the focal point of attention anymore. Yeah, he's not the alpha. He needs to be like a, a two or three. If you get J.J. Watt as your third best player on the D-line, that's good. Yeah, I'll say that. Exactly. And you got to get him under the right price tag, which I think – I think he's going to know his value once once he gets out there. And, I mean, just, just off straight predictions, Max, if you had to put money on it right now, who who does he go to? Definitely a contender. Maybe the Titans. I heard he has some interest there. Packers. I don't know why he rolled out the Steelers. Like, if I, if, if I was him, I would try to go to the Steelers, unless he doesn't think they have a chance to win. That would be great. All the Watt brothers together. <laughs> if If I had to pick a team... I would go Patriots, man. I would love to see him on the Patriots. I feel like he fits that mold. The Patriots are not that good right now. They're probably not a hot commodity. But if I had to put money on it, I would say Green Bay Packers. Oh, that's a good one. I was going to say the Packers. That's originally who I was kind of thinking. Yeah. But I just kind of, you know, a lot of times NFL free agents, when they leave, they stay in the division. It just happens to be like that because the NFL, there's so many players. It's not like basketball where you see everybody twice a year. You know, you don't play some team some years. I mean, let's go. Do you want to get into the Texans? Let's get into it, man. Well, here, do you want to take me through the Bill O'Brien experience or do you want me to lead it off? <laughs> lead it off, bro. And okay, just to start off, I want to give you my grade now, F, but continue. I'm I'm with you, bro. It's an F. Look, look, we all know about the DeAndre Hopkins trade. That was just terrible fucking trade. David Johnson, he's he's washed. I'm sorry. He's also on the list of cut candidates. This is what it boils down to. Bill O'Brien went all in the year they went for Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills gets cut this year. Deshaun Watson, he basically, basically he does such a poor job, they fire him halfway through the year. He was the GM and the coach. Not a great look for him. And he basically is shit on their future so hard Deshaun Watson wants out. And he's what, 25? It was terrible last year. Super underwhelming. And look. What's their record without Deshaun? Is it 1-15, 0-16? Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Like, they need help everywhere. And honestly, the biggest question, I know it's so stupid to say in, like, mainstream answer, is just, is Deshaun Watson going to play quarterback for them again? I don't think so. It's not looking that way. Even if they do wind up keeping him, he said he's going to sit. I'm not sure. But it's crazy to think that a year ago, this team was up by, what, 28? On the Kansas City Chiefs? All downhill from there, bro. And it's been all downhill. Like you said, the David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins shit. They don't have a first-round pick. They're going to wind up trading a guy, Lermie Tunsil, that they wanted up trading a first-round pick for. It's just a big old mess, dude. And I think that's the main question, like you said, is Deshaun going to stay there? And he's not going to stay there because this team is nowhere near to competing it's not even close i mean let's let's be real what's what's there to look forward to for deshaun his receivers aren't that good will fuller was suspended again he's also an impending free agent he might not he might not even return and like no offense brandon cooks here like as mediocre as mediocre can get i know you got some speed but brandon cooks doesn't really scream out oh wow stay deshaun please stay i got him on the cut candidate list with bradley roby <laughs> david and duke johnson jj Watt. oh wait that one already happened I believe for Brandon Cooks, it's his, what, third team in the last four seasons? Yeah, he went from New Orleans to New England to the Rams. 
to the Texans? Am I missing one out? I think that's about it. I I think if you switch that many teams, you're probably not that good. Yeah, and I mean, he's been productive. Like, he's not terrible, right? Like, I would have taken him on the Eagles any at any point last year, but he's just not special. And he's got a huge contract. It, it's, like, ridiculous for how much money he's making. But they can't cut him and save $12 million, so, I mean, I would consider it. I think I would consider anything right now for the Texans to get money or assets, straight up. I think you got to go in full tank mode. I think that's a big reason why they hired this head coach. He's probably going to be the scapegoat. Everyone was, like, calling for Eric Bieniemy to get this job. I'm so glad he didn't take this job because, golly. I mean, it kind of reminds me of the Dolphins job for a couple years ago. Remember when they hired Flores? Everyone was like, oh, wow, he's just going to go there and get get fired. This is a terrible team. They're tanking. But, I mean, at least the Dolphins didn't have a terrible, like, I don't know. They, they don't even have a first-round pick, dude. They traded a top-four pick for Laramie Tunsil. Who's good, but it's just like just no no sight of the future, bro. They just went all in. Yeah, and this this will be the counter to anyone who disagrees to going all in because I think the Texans are a prime example on how it can go down south really quick. Because like we said, this team was in it was in the the divisional playoffs up by twenty eight points probably on their way to an AFC championship, and now they're here. They're at rock bottom. They're probably the third worst team in the league right now, next to the Jags and I, Jets. Moving to the Jags, well, at least there's like a future there. You have the number one pick. You have Trevor Lawrence. Like, at least you have a reason to be excited. With them, it's like, oh, we already have like our franchise guy, but he doesn't even want to be here. Like That's the worst feeling in the world Like for any sports fan. It's like, oh, we have the franchise guy. But he hates it here. He wants out. Yeah, it's going to be a tough year for Houston. But like you said, let's get into the Jags. The Jags, man, number one pick. It's obvious they're they're going to pick Trevor Lawrence. Have you seen that that video of Trevor Lawrence of his pro day at Clemson? I did. Fucking. Why don't you explain it for people who don't weren't there <laughs> or haven't seen it? Excuse me. The dude has a freaking cannon, bro. He has an arm. The Shoulder surgery is going to be fine. It's on, it's on his non-throwing arm. I think he's going to be a stud, man. I don't know if he's going to be a, a surefire Hall of Famer. I won't say that. But I would say this, and I'll be confident in saying this. Trevor Lawrence is the best prospect I've seen since Andrew Luck. I think he's a surefire number one pick. He's 6'6", and he moves like someone who's like 6'2". Like, you know, like Joe Flacco, Brock Osweiler, they were really stiff, right? Honestly, the first guy I kind of saw who was like as big as he was and was mobile was Herbert. You know, like he looked like a like a fluid athlete. And Trevor Lawrence, he looks more fluid to, than Herbert, in my opinion. Yeah, he's definitely more uh, a lot more fluid. He's a lot more mobile than you think. He's the total package, man. He's basically on what these kids are looking like coming out of college now. It's these big guys who can run and they can throw. They got big arms. Like it's rare that you see a guy who's a who's a sitting duck back there, like a Joe Flacco, Eli Manning, Philip Rivers type of dude. I mean, we kind of saw that in Josh Rosen, and we saw how that panned out. Exactly, he wasn't the most mobile guy for sure. So, what was your grade for their like season before? And like, they fired Doug Marone, they cleaned house. I, I gave them a D, and I only gave them a D because they they somehow landed the number one pick, and they should not have been able to land it. <laughs> I'm gonna give them a D minus. 
just because I felt like if Gardner Minshew probably played a lot more games than he did, they probably would have won a lot more uh, football games. But I gave him a D minus. It's not totally an F just because of the fact that they did end up with the number one pick. And they do got some bright spots on this team. You got the running back in James Robinson, who was an undrafted free agent to mention. And everyone thought when they cut Leonard Fournette, they're like, oh, my God, they're going to have to get a new running back. It looks like they found one in this guy, Robinson. A lot of guys are hot and cold on DJ Chark, but they they feel like they have something in DJ Chark. They still got a guy on Miles Jack on the other side of the ball. So they got a couple of bright spots. Their, their offense isn't like devoid of all weapons. They got Westbrook. They have... They have LaVisca Chennault. I don't know if I'm saying that right. That's I'm correct. sorry. He was yeah. not bad as a rookie. They have Tyler Eifert. He's a solid veteran. The O-line's not terrible either. They got Linder, Norwell, Cam Robinson. I know he's kind of hot up and down. People don't really like Cam him. Cam Robinson had a had a pretty good year, though. I like uh, I like what I've seen. Yeah, they just drafted Jawan Taylor in the second round. So it's not like he's going and they have no, no going to block. Basically, he's not going to the Deshaun Watson situation. <laughs> now, especially... At least they have good receivers. They got $77 million to spend in free agency. And that's league high. That's uh, that's the most money in the league, right? I believe it is, yeah. Yeah, that's that's insane. They got to do something with it. It's not the first time that the Jags have had a lot of cap space. But it's crazy with this team, too. I think it's the same deal with the Texans. Time has passed from, from, from this time, but... They were just like the best defense in the league. And that this team is deteriorated. It's gone. No Ramsey. No, I, I don't know what happened to Tevin Smith. I don't know if he's coming back to play football. They lost a guy in, in Yannick uh, Nagakwe. They lost Calais Campbell. Just countless guys. A.J. Bouye. Just that, that defense is no more. That team is no more. And it's just crazy to think how, what was that, two seasons ago. That this team was competing. I think it was three, two or three, two or three seasons still, ago. Still, like nobody from that defense is there, and there were so many young guys. Oh, excuse me, Miles Jack is still there, but just it's crazy. I don't even know if did you say Ramsey? Yeah, Ramsey. But obviously they let him go. They got a lot of assets for Ramsey. I'll give him that though. And I think they have another first round pick this year from that trade. Correct. I think obviously the Texans is like the bleakest situation, the darkest. I'm not entirely, like, sad if I'm a Jags fan. Like, we got a lot going for us. And, look, we mentioned all these players, right? And we mentioned the cap space. But not to mention the guy that they hired. They hired Urban Myers. That's a fucking blockbuster deal. Like, this is big time. They're going to have Trevor Lawrence and Urban Myers. Like, I want to watch that. They're going to be totally watchable next season. I think definitely a bigger I think a bigger question mark than Lawrence is Urban Meyer. We haven't seen this guy coach in what two years. It kind of ended sourly in Ohio State with the domestic violence stuff. He had health issues. That's why he retired. Like I just hope he stays healthy and coaches. And I mean, we've seen college guys make. The, I feel like right now is a a lot easier for college guys to make the leap. Like we, if you think back ten years ago, like Shiano, <laughs> that went awful in Tampa. It had like one good moment. And that's probably when they like. <laughs> Tried to injure Eli Manning <laughs> from the kneel down. Yeah, yeah. Look, who really quick before we move on, who's your free agent you're targeting? I think a good guy to get for them, maybe if Denver lets Justin Simmons walk, that'll be a good pickup at safety. It seems like a move that the Jags will do. They haven't really had a good safety since what, like Barry Church and 
Deshaun Gibson. They had Ronnie Harrison again, another guy they just got rid of for no reason. Who ended? Who's a very good football player? Even a Bud Dupree. Like, if I was them, I would go Joe Thune or Trent Williams, and maybe like a T.Y. Hilton. I only I only say those two guys, the two offensive linemen, just because all costs you got to protect Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and even if you overpay them. Like, give him a two-year deal. Like, you're going to have so much cap space moving forward. Like, the rookie contract, we know, is the most valuable thing to have, especially for a quarterback. So before we move on, I just want to ask you this. What's their win total? Over, under, at eight? I'd say under, but it'll be like six and ten, seven and nine. I don't think they're going to win really? games. I don't know, yeah. man. Looking at this team, I kind of like it. I, the more I look at it, and obviously I want to see what they do in the draft as a uh, as a whole, like obviously, I know they're gonna draft Lawrence, but I want to see the full draft on what they exactly do and see who they sign in free agency. But I really like this team. I'm a big fan of Urban Meyer. There's a lot of people who say he like his recruiting skills are not gonna work out because it's obviously the pros. Like, what the hell is that gonna get you? But I like Urban Meyer. I love Trevor Lawrence. They got a little bit of talent. They got they got some playmakers, and their offensive line is decent. It's it's not terrible. But I can see but I I, I can see them winning maybe even nine or ten games. As crazy as that, that would be. Dang. I mean, that, that's that would have to be Trevor Lawrence would have to have a Herbert type. Exactly. Year, dude. I'm just I'm I'm banging on her, uh, on on Lawrence. I think he's that good. I I understand. I I can get behind that. And look, so we're gonna move on. Do you want to go to well? Who? What team do you want to go to? The Colts or the Titans? Let's go to the Colts. Let's save the best for last because the Titans did win the division. But let's get into the Colts. Now the Colts are another interesting ass team. A bunch of cap space. They wind up losing Philip Rivers, but they wind up going toe to toe with the Buffalo Bills. Man, that defense played amazing this year. DeForest Buckner was a fucking great pickup for them. Dolly Costum was a first round pick. <laughs> yeah, that insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Insane. No offense, San Francisco. You traded the wrong ta- uh, defensive tackle. You should have <laughs> traded Armstead. <laughs> without a shadow of a Man, doubt. You gave the the money to the wrong guy. <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> so I gave them a B plus, and I would have been higher, but it's just like there's no continuity at quarterback moving forward, especially with Phillip Rivers. Like he was good. He. He was he was like Philip Rivers. I don't know how to say it. He wasn't good. He wasn't bad. Like he had his moments, but yeah, I'm gonna give him a B plus. Basically on, on the same reasons, just the whole quarterback situation. But I love I love what they have in Jonathan Taylor on the defensive end. I would say this: they played very well. Okay, they played they played as overachievers because their corners last year. I don't see them duplicating that next season. I really don't. Xavier and Xavier Rhodes is a free agent. Yeah, Xavier Rhodes is a free agent. I don't think Kenny Moore is going to play like that again. I really do think they were overachievers, especially in the back end. And the I don't think so. I, I disagree. I think they just play a very simple scheme, and that's what it is. They play a lot of zone. They don't play a lot of man to man, and they're really sound in it. And they just let the guys up front get pressure. But look, Xavier Rhodes is gone. He wants too much money. That was reported today. And I, I can't invest a lot of money in Xavier Rhodes. No, because when we can't. last saw him before we saw him on Minnesota, he like he was done. He was atrocious. We got T.Y. Hilton, Justin Houston, Malik Hooker, Marlon Mack, and Zach Pascal. I think Malik Hooker's gone. And it's not a talent thing, it's just an availability thing. I don't think he's been healthy for one second. Basically in his NFL career, it seems like every other year like every other like game yeah, he's hurt. You hit it right on the nose. The best ability is availability, and he does not have that. 
One guy that interests me is Marlon Mack, dude. I'm a big fan of Marlon Mack. I think he's the definition of a poor man's Le'Veon Bell. And I'm not talking about Kansas City Chiefs Le'Veon Bell. I'm talking about (laughs) Le'Veon Bell back in the day with the Pittsburgh Steelers back in his heyday. I love Marlon Mack, man. I do hope that this injury is not so serious that it affects his game. Opie bounces back. But do you think he... Do you think he's like gone? He's probably gone just because, you know, the Jonathan Taylor situation. They really like Naheem Hines. He's he's a good little third down back for them. I think they'll be solid with just those two guys. It's kind of hard to see Marlon Mack coming back to the Colts. Yeah, I, he's definitely better than Naheem Hines healthy, but just the Jonathan Taylor, like he's the he's going to be the bell cow. We saw it, especially like the way he ended the year on a strong note. Chris Ballard, their GM, definitely doesn't really value the running back position and i mean that's smart we've seen the devaluation of running backs in the last seven ten years maybe going back that far and i think they need another receiver on offense and for the defensive side they need an edge rusher i would say edge rusher even if justin houston stays there he's a little bit long in the tooth for me their defense has a lot of potential as far as like guys like darius leonard he's he's probably arguably a top three linebacker in the league Freaking maniac is amazing, but I w- I would probably say edge rusher, and then on the offensive end, I wouldn't really say a, pl- uh, a a wide receiver. I would I would more say maybe a tight end. Like Mo Ali Cox is cool. He's he's a big <laughs> Jack Doyle's cool. Too. I know you know what I mean. Like they're they're just solid. <laughs> it would be great if because they have a bunch of cap space. So like it wouldn't be crazy for them to go after a guy. Like, like, look, if they wanted to, like, kick the tires on Ebron if he gets cut, I would have no issue if they brought him back. Another name that's been thrown out is your boy, Carson Wentz. I didn't want to bring it up, truthfully. I just wanted it to just, I just wanted to pretend, like, in a world where the Eagles keep Carson Wentz because I'm still in that boat. <laughs> All right. So way to go, Colts. Way to mess up our recording. Fuck you guys, by the way. <laughs> So as you guys know, we got the disclaimer with with the whole ASC South and the whole Colt situation. But Carson Wentz, bro, Indianapolis Colt, just got traded <sighs> today. <laughs> Good thing I didn't bet my soul on this, bro. Like someone in this podcast would have. But look, <laughs> they're going to get Carson Wentz. They're trading a third-round pick this year and a second-round pick next year. And if he plays a certain amount of snaps, it turns into a first-round pick. I can't believe we got that much, honestly. And even if it doesn't turn into a first-round pick, I'm happy. I'm happy Carson Wentz is going to have a new home. I wish it was in Philadelphia. But like you guys saw on the Instagram story and other – like I've been writing it all day and telling people all day, we failed him and he failed us. It was a mutual failure. Like bad luck of injuries, bad luck of just circumstance, no O-linemen, no offensive weapons. It just it didn't pan out, man. And there were so many great signs early on, and I just can't believe it. Like, I'm still kind of in shock. It's been a whole day of pro- processing the news. I mean, you can go ahead and give your thoughts, Juan. Man, my thoughts, it's, it's tough. It's a tough situation in Philly. You guys are obviously in a rebuild process. But as far as the Indianapolis Colts side, it is great. I, I think it's a, win, a win-win for them. It's low-risk, high-reward. Shout out to Project on Instagram. I think he said it the best. Like, he helped you guys out. 
He played at an MVP type level. He brought you guys to the playoffs, got you guys a bunch of wins. And yeah, he didn't play in the playoffs or in the Super Bowl and actually win it, but he contributed. And it's a lot more that you can say about him than than you can say about other QBs. Honestly, yeah. And the Colts just answered their biggest offseason question. Who's the quarterback? We know it's Carson Wentz. They're investing in him. And the the crazy part is they're not going to take on all the money for the contract, right? I'm pretty sure the Eagles have the biggest dead cap in like NFL history. They're paying this guy $10 million a year. Or excuse me, this guy's going to be on their books for $10 million a year for the next three. And then he's on the books for $6 million like four years from now. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Well, the whole Philly situation, once, once the draft process gets going, we'll go more into them. But as far as the Colts, let, let's stay on the Colts side. Now they got a QB. They got a great team around them. Okay, first of all, they have an offensive line. They're going to be able to protect them. Two, he has his old coordinator back, Frank Wright, reunited. That's huge. If they can get like 80% of the magic back, look out, AFC. Like he might honestly shift the whole AFC power, power rankings. You know, it's like I get he's Carson Wentz. We just saw him like play like crap. I got it. But there was three years where he played amazing and no one really gave him the credit because the Eagles sucked and didn't have a good record or he got hurt. And like you said, Juan, with this team, they're just, they were like a quarterback away. There's a good defense, good positions. I know they have some free agents. Well, look, I know they have some free agents. They have $69 million in cap space. I know Carson Wentz is going to eat up probably, what, $20 million of that? And I know it's kind of funky with trades in the NFL, with the way the cap works. But they can spend money, go get, like, they need to go all in, right? That's their big thing now. You have to go all in. I think so. You got to go all in. They got a bunch of cap. They got some draft capital as far as this year goes. So it it should be fine, okay? They're going to be really good. Like, they're the team to beat in this division at the least. Easily. I think this puts them ahead of the Titans. And it's going to be bad when we get to, like, like if we had to redo the rankings, I got them one, not two. Or wherever I had them. They're the top dogs. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're definitely one for me now, too. It's it's going to be great. Jonathan Taylor, Carson Wentz. Hopefully he boosts up the the development speed of a guy like Michael Pittman, Campbell, all those guys. Hopefully they get a tight end. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> you know it would be funny? What if Zach Ertz winds up going there? Frank Wright would be getting the band back together. We're talking about this in a light that it's positive, right? Yeah, 100%. Where play devil's advocate? Yeah, let's switch over to the other side, and let's put a scenario that this doesn't work out. Well, obviously with Carson Wentz, you got to be concerned about his health. He's been healthy the last two years other than getting like knocked out of the playoff game. He was healthy this year, but like we've seen, we see him tear his ACL, break his back, the concussion. If he doesn't stay healthy, it could go south pretty quick. The one positive, though, is the Colts have a good O-line. But still, you got to question the health, right? Yeah, that's number one. You got to question the health. But man, I I really do think that the offensive line is going to help him. I do know that Costanzo did retire. He's gone, so they do need to get a left tackle. I wouldn't be opposed to getting Quinn Nelson to play left tackle. I I think he can do it. <laughs> to be honest, he's that talented. But yeah, Carson Wentz. I think it's it's more of the the decision making. For him, I uh, last year, it was really bad decision-making, man. I don't know what happened. His mechanics got kind of thrown off. His feet were always scrambled. It was bad. It was a bad look, but 
he wouldn't be the first quarterback to resurrect his career somewhere else because he probably just needs a new uh, a, a new scenery. Okay, Philly's just it's it's a process right now. Like to say with the 76ers a couple years ago, trust the process. Yeah, we got yeah, to trust the Philadelphia football team process at this point. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I think that's it, man. Try to disregard any talk that we have about the Colts not having a QB. But for now, we saying peace from the future, y'all. Peace. Y'all have a good one, man. Thanks a lot, Colts. Couldn't do that shit two days ago. Now back to the program you guys were listening to. Now let's get into the division champs. It wasn't the season that they had a couple seasons ago going to the AFC Championship, having that AFC Championship berth and that little run that Ryan Tannehill had. But this team was very up and down, I would say. Their defense was definitely not the same. Derrick Henry ran like a freaking maniac out on the field, 2,000 yards. A.J. Brown had a great year. Ryan Tannehill had a... I wouldn't say a great year, but he had a solid year. Yeah, I, I like Ryan Tannehill, but I don't think it was at the level of last season on where he played like in the playoffs. What grade do you give this team? I gave them a B. I feel like everyone was okay with them being up and down because we already saw like a year of that. Because they were up and down, I would say, the two years ago. And they just kind of like, they got up at the right time. And I, like they went on that little yeah, run. A big reason why that run happened was the quarterback change was from Mariota to Ryan Tannehill so people said hey we're gonna have Ryan Tannehill start from week one all the way to the end of the regular season we should have some consistency and that just didn't happen yeah it really did I mean look this team got hit hard by COVID I mean much of their own doing with and somehow they escaped without a single infraction their defense was the big problem with this team and like obviously Derrick Henry carried the offense 2,000 yards amazing best running back in, in football the defense was just horrific there was nothing to write home about Clowney gets hurt. Like, the only positive was probably the emergence of Jeffrey Simmons as a really good player. But they're just bad. And you know what? You know what surprised me? They weren't coached well on defense either. And I really think highly of Rabel as a coach. Yeah, the offense at times with with the passing game and the defense. The defense, you hit it right on the nose. There was just blown coverages left and right. Like, Kevin Byard, I don't know what happened to him. He had a massive down year. They traded for a guy in Desmond King that they got for like a fifth or sixth round. I love the dude, but even getting him into the mix, like it seemed like it didn't really help. Their linebackers, they're talented. Their defensive line, it's talented, but I don't know. I don't know what happened. It's like they have all the pieces, but whether it was coaching or just injuries or COVID, I don't know what it was, but the defense was for sure underwhelming. I mean, maybe maybe it was from missing a guy like Jarrell Casey. I didn't like that trade when they made it on their part. Like, for a six-round pick, it's like you're in the win-now mode. Like, what are you trying to save a couple dollars for that? And, look, what you said about Desmond King, I thought that was going to be a big addition to their defense because they were missing uh, Adoree Jackson for basically the whole year. And even when he came back, he didn't look like his normal self. Yeah. Can we just say, because me and you have been on this train for a while, Malcolm Butler sucks. <laughs> he sucked his like last year in New England, but he just kept getting by. Like I know he made a play in the Super Bowl. It was an amazing play. He's never been to me a lockdown corner or a top three corner in football. He just hasn't been, and I think they should move on from him. I get it's a big name. People know his name. 
And I think this is going to be an underrated loss. They're losing Arthur Smith. He went to coach the Falcons. That's their OC. Do you think that's going to be a big loss for them? It wouldn't be the first time that they lose their coordinator. So I would say no. I I have faith in Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. And I'm a big fan of A.J. Brown. In our All-Pros episode, I thought that he should have been an an All-Pro second team. I love A.J. Brown. He's good with the ball in his hands. He's he has really good hands. He tracks the ball really well. I don't. I don't think the offense is gonna is gonna struggle. What they need to do is get a couple more receivers because AJ Brown's the only guy out there. Because this guy Corey Davis is a freaking no show, bro. He no showed in that in that playoff game against Baltimore. Well, he got hurt a little bit through it. He made like that one play and he got hurt. Look, that brings me to my question. I'm gonna tell you they're free agents. You tell me if you sh- think they should bring them back, okay? And I'll just say this: they are three million over the cap. But we kind of said it late in this episode, that number's going to move. They can restructure. They can do a bunch of magic. So you tell me whenever you're ready. Clowney. Yes. Corey Davis. I'm going to say it's a no from you, right? If he's the only option and you're scared that you're not going to get someone else, then yes. But I would say no. What about Jonu Smith? I would definitely bring him back. I'm a big fan of John. I'm a huge fan of Jonu Smith. Maybe that's a guy that the Colts should get if, if he does wind up hitting free agency. That would be a very <laughs> good like poach. I think he's a little inconsistent, but overall, I'm just a big fan of him. Yeah, John okay. yeah, John U. Smith is good. And what about Desmond King? I like Desmond King from the right price. I think you should keep him, but he's a type of dude that will probably get some get some money from a place like Jacksonville that has a lot of cap or a place like Indianapolis yeah, exactly. and go chase the money. And last one. Jay on Brown. Jay on Brown. I would keep him for the right price. I would keep him too. He's solid, man. Him and him and um Rashad Evans. Yes, Rashad Evans. I think they're a pretty good duo. I would I would probably keep him, man. I would try to keep the defense intact. Like what little good players they do have, you gotta just try to keep them there. And I mean, obviously they're gonna target some players in the draft. And like this is gonna bring me to my last point about this team. They took a guy in the first round last year, Isaiah Wilson. Right tackle from Georgia. He played five snaps, I believe. Maybe four or five. They're talking about cutting this dude one year in. The GM today said he's got to get on board or he's going to not be here. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that is not a good luck when your first round pick is going through that. Well, look, he got arrested for like DUI or, and he broke COVID protocols. He's on the list twice. He wasn't listening. There was like Snapchats of him out there. Just like, my guy, what are you thinking? Like, I, I get you were the man in Georgia, a first round pick and shit, but this is like the NFL. Like, every team has like five or six first round picks on it. And Isaiah Wilson is <laughs> going on his way to being a bust. It's it's kind of it's kind of crazy if you really think about it, but he, even a guy like Corey Davis, like that was that was a bad pick a couple of years back. He hasn't really panned out for them. I think they wanted him to be at the level of AJ Brown, to be honest, and what they're getting out of AJ Brown. But they definitely need a couple of receivers. They need some edge rushers. We'll see what happens with the Tennessee Titans, man. I I I like them. I like Vrabel. I like Tannehill. They paid Derrick Henry a lot of money. He's single-handedly keeping the running back position alive. <laughs> I think that wraps it up for the Titans. Do you want to rank the teams? Let's rank them, man. Who you got at? Let's start from the bottom. Who do you have at four? Texans. Not even question. <laughs> it, I don't think there's any question, right? Yeah, I got Texans at four. Three? I got the Jags. I'm going to go Jags They're also. not at the tier of the other two, but there's a bright future. Who's your second team? My second team is going to be the Titans. Really? I, I still have faith in the Titans. 
So I got the Colts at two. Yeah, I got I got the I got the Colts at one and Titans at two. I don't think it's that much of a difference. Look, both of these teams went eleven and five, and both of these teams are extremely talented. But I think the Colts have a little bit more room to be elevated as a team. Like they can easily be a a dominant force in the AFC like that, depending on who they get at quarterback. That's the reason they had the Colts at two though was the quarterback position. And just the uncertainty, it just scares me a little. Because if they go in with Brissett, I'm scared. But if they can somehow pull off a miracle and get Dak or Wentz, or even they somehow one of the guys in the draft falls to them, I'd be like, oh, that definitely the number one team. Yeah, most definitely. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. We hope you guys are enjoying this NFL offseason slash season grades so far. We're almost done, man. We got, what, three more divisions to go? Three more. Three more divisions to go. We'll see who we do next. But make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Max underscore Juan Cast. You're probably watching this on YouTube. You're probably listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make sure you hit that follow button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And most of all, you got to what, Max? You just have to obliterate that like button. The same way the Jaguars, apparently to one, are going to smash through the AFC South <laughs> into a 9-7 and seven or 10-6 and six record? God, you're tripping. Hey, dog, three teams coming out of the, the AFC South as playoffs? Three teams. <laughs> it's not crazy. It's not crazy. But, look, what are the chances they go first? To, uh, worst to first? Like 20? 20%? I wouldn't. Look, with Trevor Lawrence, I will put that at about 50. 50%. You're, you're insane. You're insane. I would put it like 20, 25, 50. We gotta, you gotta make a bet on this, like going forward. We'll see what draft. It's gonna be fun during draft time. I'll tell you that much. All right, guys. Well, with that said, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We appreciate all the support. I'm out. I'm out too. We'll see you on the next one.